1: In. Welcome. I'm E.G. Marshall. My tale is about murder, that crime of crimes. Shakespeare said, Murder, though it have no tongue, speaks with most miraculous organ. And indeed, in this case, the murderer unwittingly convicts himself by saying too much. It is a story with surprising twists and turns. With double crosses on double crosses. Listen to a man being set up to murder.
2: She's dying. Slowly. Ten years, the doctor said. Do you expect me to hang around in the background all that time, waiting for her to die? I'm not going to wait, Bill.
3: Adrian, darling, listen to me.
2: It's a simple decision you have to make, Bill. We'll be penniless. I'll have nothing. Not if she dies while you're still married to her. Not if she dies knowing nothing about me. Not if she dies before she can change her will.
1: Our mystery drama, Turnabout is Foul Play, was written especially for the Mystery Theater by Sidney Sloan and stars Mason Adams and Vicky Vola. car pulled into the parking lot of the seedy motel which bore the name Ritz Manor Rooms and Meals Reasonable Rates Seated at the wheel of the modest car obviously a rental is a handsome well-dressed man in his middle thirties At his side is an equally attractive woman whose appearance and manner would make her stand out in any company The man parks the car in front of Cabana numero four As it is called on the sign posted over the door He gets out And opens the car door for the woman
2: This flea bag again It's safe
3: They know me here They don't ask questions
2: Oh good lord It's stifling in here Uh, Turn on the air conditioning Okay
3: It'll be cool in a few minutes Should be some ice in the fridge. You want to drink?
2: Thanks. I'll take it without adulteration. There you are. Thanks, darling. Here's looking at you. (laughs) Well, that's better. Much better.
3: I hope it improves your mood. You've been in a miserable state from the moment I picked you up.
2: Do you blame me, Bill? Oh, come on, Adrian. Meeting in little out-of-the-way restaurants, going to cheap motels... Hiding on side streets, scared stiff we might be seen together?
3: It won't be forever.
2: How long is forever? We've known each other for two years. Ah,
3: no, not now. Not again. Are we going to rehash that old business?
2: No, no rehash, Bill. We're going to decide what we must do. We can't put it off any longer.
3: Our divorce is out. Anne wouldn't stand for it.
2: She can't keep you tied to her if you don't want to stay.
3: Oh, yes, she can. It's all her money. All of it. I don't have a dime unless she gives it to me.
2: Well, there's an answer to that, too. What? She's not well. You're her husband. He'll get it all when she dies. Well, if you mean waiting... You told me yourself that the doctor said...
3: Dr. Richardson said she wouldn't recover, but he also said that it was the kind of illness that could go on and on. She could live another ten years.
2: Why? Why? It's the nature of her illness. I'm not talking about her illness. There are other ways.
3: You're... You're not actually suggesting...
2: I'll give it to you cold and clear. One, you're married to her. You love me. Two, she's ill, dying. But... Now hear me out. She's dying, slowly. Ten years, you said... Do you expect me to hang around for ten years? I won't wait, Bill. Adrian, darling, listen to me. It's a simple decision you have to make. Adrian or Anne? We'll be penniless. I'll have nothing. Not if she dies while you're still married. Not if she dies knowing nothing about me.
0: Now, Mrs. Spurling, I want you to relax completely... I want you to be receptive to my words. Yes, Doctor. But it is not my words which will cure you. You must cure yourself.
4: Oh, but, Dr. Lupescu, Dr. Richardson said... My dear said lady, that...
0: I said I would not treat your case unless you gave me your full confidence. Has this Dr. Richardson held out any hope for you?
4: No. He's been very honest with me. He, He told me that my time was limited.
0: There, you see? Words like that can be destructive. They are negative and have no place in my work. You must think and feel positive. You are to get well. Yes, doctor. Have you sent this Dr. Richardson away?
4: Oh, that, that would be rather difficult. Why? Well, Dr. Richardson's been an old friend for many years. He He'd be hurt.
0: My dear lady... It is obvious that I have little influence on you. And if that is the case, I cannot do you any good. So, madam, I bid you goodbye. I shall not return.
4: Oh, no, please. Oh, please don't go. You give me hope. Uh, I'll do anything you ask.
0: You will obey me completely. Yes, yes. Very well. I shall continue. If, however, I feel that you have the slightest doubt... I shall terminate our relationship immediately. There will be no second chance.
4: I understand. And,
0: and I agree. Very well. Now, I am going to put you to sleep. A gentle sleep. A healing sleep. Now, lean back. Relax. Relax completely. There. That is better. Now, concentrate on my eyes. Look deep into them, deep. The world is receding. You can feel nothing. You can see nothing but my eyes. You are asleep, but you can hear my voice. You will obey my commands. Answer me.
4: I will obey your commands.
0: You will awaken in a moment or two. And you will feel better than you have felt for a long time.
2: Yes.
4: Yes.
0: I am going to give you a post-hypnotic suggestion. You will. After I have been gone an hour, ask for the telephone. It will be brought to your bedside. You will call your attorney, Harold Gifford, and you will ask him to come here next Wednesday at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. All you will say to him on the phone is that you wish to change your will. I'll tell you Wednesday morning how you will change your will.
3: Hello. Bill? Yeah. This
5: is Harold, Bill. I wake
3: you. No, no. No, I've been up for hours. Um, what, uh, uh... What's a good word, Harold? Are you breaking our golf date? No
5: ask you a personal
3: question. Oh, go ahead. You're our lawyer, aren't you?
5: I am also your friend. Bill. Yeah? How are you and Ann getting along?
3: How are we get? What's a funny question? Fine, I guess.
5: Anything happened recently? A quarrel? A serious misunderstanding? Another woman? No
3: quarrel, no misunderstanding. Ann loves me. I, uh, I take the fifth on the last question about another woman. Anyway, Ann doesn't know about it. What goes? Forget it. Sorry, I Now, him. wait a minute. Wait a minute. You can't ask me all sorts of personal questions and then hang up without telling me why you're asking them. I, has Ann been talking to you?
5: Legal ethics, Bill. Can't answer
3: that. Then she has been talking to Bill, you. Bill. About us, that is. I'm her lawyer, Bill. I can't. To hell with your legal ethics. You were my friend before you were our lawyer. I'm ringing off, Bill. Does she want a divorce? Wouldn't she have told you if she did? She's changing her will. That's it. She's changing her will. Harold, that's it, isn't it? That's what you've been trying to tell me. I haven't been trying to tell you anything, Bill. Okay, counselor. Thanks anyway. I'm going to have a talk with her.
5: Leave my name out of it. And by the way, double check that new doctor of hers,
3: Lupescu. Lupescu, huh? Sure, sure. I'll check him out.
0: And thanks again. You have spoken with your attorney, Mrs. Spurling?
4: I have spoken with him, Doctor. The will is being changed in accordance with your instructions.
0: Good. Now, when I clap my hands, you will awaken refreshed and in excellent spirits. There, Mrs. Spurling. How are you feeling?
4: Wonderful. Oh, oh, you're so relaxed.
0: I told you that you would. Come in. Oh, uh,
3: I'm not not disturbing anything, am
4: No, darling. I want you to meet Dr. Lopescu. Uh, doctor, this is my husband. I
3: do. And, dear, whatever happened to Dr.
0: Richardson?
4: <laughs> Nothing, Bill. But doctor lupescu Lopescu's been able to help me.
0: When, when old d- Dr. Richardson could. Hmm? Mr. Spurling, my services to your wife can be terminated with a word. Well, here's the word. Send me your charges,
3: Dr. Lopescu, or perhaps you like a check oh, right Bill, now.
4: you don't know what you're saying. Dr. Lopescu is very necessary to my health. He's done more for me in a short please, time madame, than Please, do-
0: madame, please do not defend me. I will leave you to settle this matter between you.
3: But you will come back, Doctor. Well, you'd ask you... him to come back Please, after
0: Please, Mr. A... Spurling, consider the state of your wife's health before you make your irrevocable statement.
3: Well, if you would kindly leave, I'd be able to speak to my wife about the state of her health. Good day. Oh, what have you done? And, and listen to me. He calls himself Doctor. Whether he is or not is a matter for conjecture.
4: You don't know anything against him? Without knowing, with just your your suspicions, you rush in here, you insult them. And listen to me. No, I'm not going to listen to you. You don't have my welfare at heart. He's
3: turning you against me. That I do know.
4: What? What are you saying?
3: What was Harold Gifford doing here yesterday?
4: What? Why do you ask?
3: He was here, wasn't he?
4: Yes, he, he dropped in to see how I was feeling. It was just a friendly call. Harold's an old friend.
3: He's also our lawyer. Yes? Did you call him and ask him to come here, or did he just drop in, as you say?
4: I don't understand, Bill. What's all this got to do with us? With Dr. Lupescu?
3: A great deal. I don't know what part, if any, that phony doctor has in this, but did you, and I want you to answer this honestly, did you tell Harold that you wanted to change your will? No. That's the truth?
4: Did Harold tell you that I did? No, he
3: couldn't confidential matter between attorney and client.
4: Well, then why are you so worked up? Did you think I was cutting you out?
3: I don't know what I thought.
4: Because it isn't true. I love you, Bill. I haven't been much of a wife to you since I came down with this
3: thing. Anne, let's not talk
4: about it. No, no, we must. There's There's no point in pretending that I'm going to get well. I'm not. Anne. And after I... Go. Everything I have will be yours, Bill. I want it to be that way because
2: I love you. Penny, for your thoughts, Bill.
1: Hmm? What?
2: You've been so preoccupied. Ah, uh,
3: I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, Adrian. Uh...
2: Something bothering you?
3: Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, plenty.
2: Do you want to tell me?
3: My wife is changing her will.
2: What? How do you know?
3: I know. Gifford called me. He's our lawyer. I'm being cut out. Completely? Oh. A few crumbs might be left for me. I don't expect it'll be much. Okay. What's the next move? I've spoken to her. She denies everything. Can you believe her? I want to. I want to. But there's this new
2: doctor, Lopescu. He seems to exert a very strong a sinister influence. Listen, Bill. And listen carefully. She hasn't much longer No, no,
3: Adrian Adrian, you're You're urging me to kill her, aren't you? You're telling me to commit murder
2: No, Bill Not murder What? An act of mercy She's sick A lingering illness Wouldn't it be more humane to shorten her agony Her pain The wait for death Adrian, please Okay, okay Let's consider it selfishly I love you And you love me She stands between us. She's legally your wife. Divorce is impossible. No, it's not
3: impossible. We just wouldn't have the money. I'd I'd stop being a damn parasite and I'd get myself a job.
2: A job? (laughs) Don't make me laugh. At what? You've never done a thing in your life but play tennis, golf, or backgammon. So
3: all all you loved about me was the money I would get.
2: No, Bill. But the money was one of the considerations. With the money out of the picture, it doesn't quite balance. Now, let's stop fighting each other and start doing something constructive about it. What do you say, darling? (sighs) Yeah. Let's go over the road again. Anne is dying. To help her is an act of mercy.
1: Bill Sperling is being forced to make an important decision. To paraphrase an old expression, some men are born murderers, some achieve murder, and some have murder thrust upon them. I'll be back shortly with Act Two. The die is cast. The game is set. A woman is to be murdered so that her husband and his friend can live happily ever after on her money. As yet, the marked woman is unaware of the fate in store for her. She calls her attorney and
5: asks him to come to her bedside. You seemed very disturbed when you called me, Anne, but you were very evasive when I asked you what was bothering you. Well, I, I couldn't speak freely. The doctor was with me at the time. I, uh... I want to talk to you about that doctor. Well, I won't listen to
4: anything against him, Harold. Look,
5: Anne, I'm not speaking as your attorney. I'm speaking as your friend. Lepescu... Well, Lepescu is... Dr. Lepescu. Okay, Dr. Lepescu. Anne, he worries me. Why? He's only been your physician for a short time. Two months. That's a very short time, don't you think, for you to be placing so much... so much confidence in
4: him? Uh, The way you hesitated. I know you were thinking of something else when you said... Confidence.
5: Well, yes, I was. That guy may be after your money. Oh, Harold, I won't listen to this from you. Well, damn it, Anne, you are changing your will in his favor. Yes. And you've denied it when Bill questioned you. Have you? You No, wait a minute, wait a minute. I've told him nothing, but he guessed what you had in mind. Well, I can't control his guessing. Why are you doing this, Anne?
4: Why? Because Doctor Lupescu has great work to accomplish in this world, and my useless money can be the beginning of a great medical research foundation.
5: Bunk. What? Unadulterated bunk. I'd stop that right now. Look, I've known you, and I've liked you for many years. Okay, okay, I'm sorry. He's a great man. But what about Bill? Why are you cutting him off?
4: I'm going to set up a trust fund that will
5: make... I know, I know you told me, Anne. You're going to give him a handout, a modest little allowance. Enough to
4: meet his needs.
5: And no more. Harold, I think I must ask you if you
4: intend to carry out my wishes.
5: Sure, sure. But I feel it
4: my duty to... Your duty is to me, your client, to obey my wishes.
5: If you're in your right mind, I'm. Anne...
4: I assure you, I know exactly what I'm doing.
5: Do you? Do you really...
2: Well, well, come in. I, I wasn't expecting you. W- were you
3: asleep? It took you so long to answer. Uh,
2: no. No, I I wasn't asleep. I thought we decided it wasn't a good idea for you to be seen here.
3: I had to talk to you. Look, it, it has to be done right away.
2: The sooner the better.
3: Gifford has got the will ready for her signature. And I, I found some scribbled handwritten notes of hers in the wastebasket. Guess how much she's going to leave me.
2: $10,000
3: a year. I couldn't go three months on that.
2: Well, what's the plan? Here,
3: look at this. It's a, it's a suicide note.
2: Ah, oh, to my dear husband.
3: It isn't signed. I'll get her to sign it. I'll slip it to her to sign along with the raft of other papers. I have to do this every month to take care of certain business and investment matters.
2: Okay, okay. You'll get her signature. On a typewritten suicide note? How kosher do you think that's going to
3: look? Well, she uses her typewriter for almost all her correspondence.
2: Including suicide notes? (laughs) If I were the police investigating... I'll
3: get her to sign it. I'll slip it to her to sign along with a raft of other papers. I have to do this every month to take care of certain business and investment matters.
2: Okay, okay, you'll get her signature. On a typewritten suicide note? How kosher do you think that's going to look?
3: Well, she uses her typewriter for almost all her correspondence.
2: Including suicide notes? (laughs) If I were the police investigating this, I'd be mighty suspicious. Look, I
3: can't force her to write the note. Can I? No, I guess not. Now, if I'm questioned, I'll point to the fact that since she's been ill, she's written everything on the typewriter. It's on a special stand next to her bed.
2: Yeah? Well, what else?
3: What else is there?
2: A little matter of how it's to be done.
3: Oh, sleeping pills an overdose. See, every night when I'm home, I bring her a warm glass of milk. In the milk? Yeah. And then I'll substitute a second milk glass and wash the first thoroughly.
2: The empty pill bottle? On top of the
3: suicide note. When? Tonight. Yes? It's me and Bill.
4: Oh, come in, Bill. Come in.
3: I thought you might be asleep, dear.
4: No. No such luck. You know the trouble I have getting to sleep. What a pleasant surprise. Oh, you brought me my milk.
3: Just like old times. <laughs> the good old times, remember?
4: Yeah, like old times. Henrietta's taken over your job. She's been bringing my bedtime milk.
3: Yeah, I, I told her she wouldn't be needed tonight.
4: Well, <laughs> glad to see you back on the job.
3: <laughs> Would you like to take it now while it's nice and warm?
4: I just set it down to I'll drink it in a minute. I want to talk to you.
3: That reminds me. It's first of the month. All those papers to sign. I got them here in my briefcase. In a
4: minute. In a minute. Let's
3: talk. No, nope, no, nope, no, nope, no, nope, no, nope, no. Nope. Business first, and conversation. Go and take a couple of seconds. <clears throat> here you are, Ann. It's only a few. Now sign right here. Right. And here. Right. Now here. Right. And here. Right. I <laughs> was quick, wasn't it?
4: Now for our conversation.
3: Oh, wait. One more item to be disposed of first. The milk.
4: Oh, leave it there, Bill. I'll drink it. I don't like it. Too warm, anyway.
3: But, Anne...
4: Don't fuss over me. Look, Bill, I've... I've got something serious to tell you. What? Well, I've been speaking with Harold, and he tells me that... that I'm not being fair to you. When you asked me the other day whether I was changing my will, I lied to you. I don't know why I did, but something inside me made me lie. I suspect it. And even speaking to Harold yesterday, I was suddenly and unaccountably angry when he mentioned you and said that what I was planning wasn't quite fair to you.
3: Why are you telling me this now, Ann?
4: I don't know. But the restriction which kept me from telling you everything is suddenly gone. Go on. And I wanted to say that if you object to what I have in mind... I'll drop it completely and I'll order Harold to destroy the new will. I haven't signed it yet.
3: I. Oh. Anne. Ah, uh, you're you're too wonderful. You're too kind. I don't deserve your love.
4: Oh, darling, I've never seen you like
3: this. Oh, I've been a rotten husband to you. But I'm gonna change. You'll see, I'm going to change. I'm gonna I'm gonna be with you every hour of the day. I'll never leave your side. Darling. I love
2: you. Bill
4: darling. Oh, it's so good to have you back again. I... I know that you've strayed. When you took that apartment, I knew. And listen. Don't explain. I, I don't want an explanation. I don't need them. You're back. That's good enough for me. Oh, no, it, it is getting late. It's long past my bedtime, and time for my warm milk
3: no no give that glass to me
4: darling you've spilled it
3: no it's it's no good it's it's uh, it's cold it's let me get you another glass
4: oh, father i'll sleep without it just kiss me good night oh it's wonderful to have you back my dear my bill what hello miss barnley yes dr Lupesco is here
3: Send him away, and Tell him to go away.
4: Oh, I can't do that, Bill. Ask Dr. Lepescu to come up, Henrietta. Then I'm going. Bill. But, Bill, you'll be back.
3: I don't know. Maybe I will, maybe not. Good night, Ann.
5: Yes?
4: Adrian,
3: I, I just came from the house. Yes? I'm afraid that I I was interrupted
2: and then... You didn't do it. You didn't? Answer me.
3: No. Everything went as I planned and then...
2: Then you lost your nerve. You chickened out. All that money for us and you chickened out at the last minute. Oh, look, Adrian, you don't understand.
3: She said that she would tell Gifford to destroy the
2: new will. Destroy it? Are you sure? Yes. Has she signed it yet? No,
3: no. She told me she hadn't signed it.
2: Can you believe her? I believe her. You said you were interrupted. By whom?
3: By Dr. Lopescu. But I had already decided that I couldn't go through with it.
2: You hadn't given her the milk? Well, she tried
3: to take it and drink it, and I grabbed the glass. It spilled, but this was before Lopescu got there. And when he came, I left.
2: How long ago did this happen? I don't know.
3: Five minutes, ten minutes. I stopped at the first phone I saw to call you.
2: You could go back. You could go back now. Oh no, no. I
3: couldn't go back. I don't know how I could have thought I could kill her in the first place.
2: No. I guess I was asking too much of you. Look, I want to see you. No. We've got to talk. It's over. It's all over, lover boy.
3: Coming. Oh, Harold, come on in.
5: I've been
3: trying to reach you for the last three days. Where have you been? On my boat. I just got back to the apartment 20 minutes ago. Alone? Alone on the boat? Yeah. I just didn't want to see anybody, talk to anybody. Or listen to the radio? Just the weather report. I see.
5: Well, it's it's going to look very bad. What is? You're being gone this time. What does my being away for three days have to do with anything? Everybody's been looking for you. Ann is dead.
3: What? Ann?
5: Oh. Good Lord. Anne. Look, look, you, you don't have to put on a performance for me, Bill. Performance? Everybody knows that your marriage to Anne was anything but perfection. I loved her. That night when I saw her,
3: I realized for the first time in years how much I loved her. I made up my mind that I'd cut out all the nonsense and try to make her last few years a little happier. How did you leave her? Well, the party was a little messed up. I was with her just as she was going to sleep. Henrietta knocked and said that Dr. Lopescu was downstairs. And Anne told her to send him up, and that angered me, and I left.
5: Hmm. That's about what Henrietta told the police. The police? Yes. Yeah. It seems that Anne died from an overdose of sleeping pills. Sleeping pills? They were given to her in her warm milk, which she always takes before going to sleep. Henrietta says that you insisted on taking the milk up to her.
3: But she didn't... She didn't... I mean, I accidentally spilled... I, I brought her the milk,
5: but she didn't drink it. It spilled. You'll have to see the police spill. I suggest that you do it right away. You think that I killed her, don't you? Better try squaring this with the police, Bill. You're wasting your time on me.
1: After Harold Gifford left, Bill stared into space, unable to comprehend the events which had swirled around him and now threatened to overwhelm him completely. Anne's death was difficult enough for him to accept, but now he must face the police and their questions with the knowledge that despite his innocence, he must appear guilty to them. I'll be back shortly with Act Three. Bill Sperling's life had taken on all the aspects of a nightmare. It is true that he had planned to murder his wife. But at the last minute, he found that he could not do it. Imagine his bewilderment when he hears that his wife has been murdered. And in exactly the manner he had contrived. The finger points in only one direction. His Adrian?
2: Yes.
3: I've got to see you.
2: No, it's over. Thought we settled all that. It's
3: terribly important. Anne is dead.
2: Strange the way you said that.
3: Strange?
2: She's been dead since last Wednesday night. I heard it on the late news. You act as if you just found out.
3: I have. I've been away on my boat.
2: What? Another story? You putting me on, Billy
3: Boy? I didn't do it. I'm telling you the truth. I swear I didn't know. <laughs> Ah, that's very good. What are you going to do, plead loss of memory? I told you, Adrian, I didn't do it. You know I didn't do it.
2: Trying to set me up for an alibi? Well, I don't want any part of it. Please don't call
3: me again. I won't be involved. You can be made to talk. You can be made to testify.
2: Sure. You go right ahead and bring me into court. I'll say you planted Milk, sleeping pills, pony suicide note, the whole dirty wash. Adrian, you can't. Try me. I'd advise you
3: to leave my name out of it. Bye. Hello. Hello, 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 hello. Oh, now, come on. Who is
0: that? Yes? Mr. Sperling? William Sperling? Uh, Yeah. Sergeant Joseph Marchetti, Homicide. Can I come in? Yeah, sure. Come on in. Thanks. Mind if I come right to the point, Mr. Sperling? Please do. Your wife was murdered, Mr. Sperling, and you were a prime suspect. That's purely conjecture, Mr.... Sergeant. Sergeant. Mr. Sperling, Sergeant Marchetti. Okay,
3: Sergeant, I, are you charging me with my wife's murder?
0: Would you like to hear what I've been able to find out while you were uh, missing for three days? I can explain my absence. You'll get plenty of chance to do that. But well, listen to me first, huh? A guy goes to see his wife. Then he gives her a glass of warm milk. I can... Wait ex- till I finish. The glass of milk has a lot of sleeping tablets melted in it. Enough to knock off a healthy woman. But Mrs. Sperling is a sick woman. Very weak. She goes very fast in spite of all that Dr. lepescu He got there a few minutes after she drank the milk, could do to help her. You said murder
3: a moment ago. Isn't it possible that my wife, being in poor health, ah. Uh
0: Committed suicide. I'm glad you brought that up, Mr. Sperling. There was a suicide note. Well, we found it later. Yes. It was addressed to you. Typewritten.
3: All my wife's correspondence for the last couple of years was done on the typewriter. She had it next to her bed.
0: Okay, so she typed the note. But it's the signature that bothers me.
3: You can easily determine whether or not it's genuine.
0: Oh, we had a handwriting (laughs) expert. Look at it. It's her signature, all right. No doubt about that. Only one thing. Why? Why should she start off by addressing the letter to my dear husband and then end up by signing it real formal and spurling? Can you explain that, Mr. Sperling?
5: I don't want to see you, Bill. Uh, You've got to help me. No, find another attorney. I'm too busy. You're condemning me without listening to me. You could give me a few minutes. I'm an
3: old friend, Harold. Five minutes.
5: Uh, I'll give you five minutes.
3: Start talking. Okay. Now, look. I must tell you that when I came into Anne's room that night, I did so with the intention of killing her.
5: It's going to be a tough job selling that story to a jury, Bill. Changed your mind at the last minute, eh? It's the God's honest truth. Maybe it is. But they're going to think, if he didn't do it, who did? Lepescu.
3: He came in right after I left.
5: Why should he? He was going to get all our money. You're forgetting one very important thing, Bill. The will had not yet been signed by Anne. The only one to gain by her death would be you at that time. Yeah. Yeah, why should he do it? All he had to do was Wait. I don't get it. I
3: mean, he knew that Anne hadn't signed the will. If he killed her, he wouldn't get a dime. Why should he
5: do it? Bill, that's it. He kills Anne, but there's no motive. He's in the clear. And you're sunk. Yeah, but Harold, you come to trial. You're convicted. Life in prison. Yeah, but he still doesn't get the money. Yes, he can get it. He sues to have the will overturned. The intent of the new will, even if not signed, is for him to get the money. Any lawyer worth his salt could win this case. They'd call me for a witness, subpoena all the papers I prepared? Harold, you're Harold, you're right.
3: He kills her to make it look like I did it to stop her from signing.
5: Smart. Very smart. But now that we know, we may be able to trap
3: it. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I just thought of something else. Was it just coincidence that he came to see Anne that
5: night? Doctor seeing his patient? So late?
3: tell me do you think it possible that he knew i was going to be there that he came so that he would be taking no chances that i'd lose my nerve who would
5: know that you were going to be there i don't know maybe anyway what about lepescu here i've got his number in my book let's see here here i have it bill get on the other phone quick Dr. Lepescu, uh, this is Harold Gifford calling. Oh, yes.
0: The late Mrs. Sperling's attorney. Yes. What can
5: I do for you? Uh, doctor, uh, you may not be aware of the fact that Mrs. Sperling has left you the major portion of her estate. No. Really? This comes as a complete surprise. Are you certain? I have the papers right in front of me. Uh, now, um, there's only one little Hitch? Hitch? What is it, Hitch? Trouble. It seems that Mr. Sperling intends to take the matter to court to have the will thrown out. Thrown out? He can do that? Oh, I don't think so. Everything is perfectly legal. However, he can claim undue influence, pressure, etc. So one moment.
0: Mrs. Sperling had signed the will. Oh, oh yes. That is not what she told me.
5: What? Huh? I thought that you so said... The will... That...
0: to confidences and uh, Mrs.
5: Spurling... Hadn't actually told you about changing the will,
0: right? Well, I, I, w- I would say uh, yes, yeah, yes, yes. However...
5: She had not told you that she had signed the new will. Uh,
0: well, uh, 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 no, 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 no. As a matter of fact, I was trying to dissuade her from making me the beneficiary.
5: Well, you can refuse to accept it, you know. That would make Mr. Spurling's suit unnecessary. Oh, yes, yes, he would uh, very likely get everything. As a matter of fact, I understand the police have a witness who can completely exonerate Mr. Sperling. Oh, oh, what is her name? I don't know her name, doctor. But I suppose it is one of those false leads thrown out by the police to trap the real killer, wouldn't you say? Uh, Wouldn't you say, doctor? Doctor? uh, Yes, 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 of course, uh, one more thing. There are certain little legal formalities. I, uh I must have your signature on several documents and I, uh, I
0: can be in your offices at three
5: tomorrow. Three o'clock will be fine. Goodbye. Bill. Bill, I think we've knocked him off base. He's got an accomplice.
3: And it suddenly occurs to me that I know her name.
2: Hello? Adrian? Damn it, Bill. I told you not Don't to. Don't hang up, please. Now, look, I've got to see you. No, that's impossible. I just heard on the news that you'd been arrested. I was. I'm out on bail. I'm coming over. No, no, if you I'm come coming. here. coming.
3: didn't you plan this thing with me?
2: Bill, you leave me out of this. I warn you it'll do you no good to involve I'll stay me. Stay
3: right where you are. I'm coming over.
2: Bill? Bill? Oh, I've got to get out of here.
0: Well, my dear Adrian, where are you going?
2: Frank, Bill just called. He'll be here in a few minutes.
0: Oh, Willie. He was arrested late this afternoon.
2: He posted bail. He's out. He's coming here.
0: I don't believe you are lying. Lying as usual.
2: He mustn't find you here. He'll know everything if he finds us together. I
0: won't be here long, my dear. Only you will be here. But you won't be a very cooperative witness. Witness? Yes, I heard how you have been talking.
2: Who told you
0: that? Mr. Gifford, Mrs. Spurling's lawyer.
2: It's a lie. I wouldn't betray you. He said
0: the police had a witness who could clear Spurling of the murder charge. Only you can do that.
2: He was trying to trick you, don't you see?
0: No, he is too stupid to lie to me. I distinctly remember he said it was a woman. No. He said, she...
2: You've fallen into a trap. You, you've got to get out of here. I
0: don't believe you. You've turned the tables on me. You've thrown in again with Spurling because you think he'll have the money. No! Don't, don't move I... away, my dear. No, don't... The needle won't don't. be painful. Don't, please!
3: Please, you're wrong, Don't! Hold still! Don't. You
0: can't run! Don't.
3: You can't lie!
4: Ever again! <laughs> hey... You. Hey.
5: Hey. Hey. Oh. Open up, open up Police
3: There, there he is at the window, stop him Stay where you are, Lopescu, or I'll shoot You're under arrest
5: And you will be interested to know, Bill, that the D.A. has dropped all charges against you You're free to do anything you please, go anywhere you please Yeah You're a very lucky guy <laughs> You have got off easy But you don't seem very happy. I'm not. Harold, I realize what a a miserable character I am. You'll get over it. The money will help you forget. About that money... Yeah.
3: I want you to set up some sort of thing where where it can be given away. Give it away in Anne's name, all of it. I see. What about you? Me? Oh, my God...
1: I'll make out. Bill Sperling, a weak man, a selfish man, urged, persuaded, walked down the dark road that led to murder. Only a last-second breath of decency deterred him from his purpose and made him realize that he almost killed the one person in the world he loved and who loved him. I'll be back in a moment. You have just heard a tale of weakness, betrayal, and murder. When Bill Sperling walked out of his attorney's offices, alone, penniless, his empty life before him, He had one small seed of consolation. He knows Anne's money, which he once wanted enough to kill for, would be used for good. He knew in his heart that that was the way she would have wanted it to be used. Our cast included Mason Adams, Marion Seldes, Vicky Vola, Jackson Beck, and Sid Sloan.